0: Good morning, good morning, how are you? This is Brenda Shoshana Eshen, returning for another another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And um, my goodness, this is such <clears throat> a powerful time of year now. We're coming right to the end of the year, to the holidays, to the new year. Many, 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 many memories, many moments, many feelings returning People wanting to gather, not able to gather, going to gather anyway, gathering on Zoom, all different different kinds of situations. And I wanted to talk about it in terms of our Zen practice, because we all want an encounter, a holiday, a gift, to be the perfect gift. We want it to match up and even be better than the ones before Maybe we miss someone who's gone or a situation that we loved. It's no longer available or present. Certainly that's true for most of us. The situations we knew, life as we knew it, is quite drastically altered. And we might miss the convention, the tradition, the sweetness, the security that we once connected to the holiday season and to many aspects of our lives. So it's very interesting to view this as an opportunity to grow and to look beyond the sense of pain and loss and and enter more deeply into what's happening right now, right now. And what I want to talk about is about this person who was searching and searching and searching it's an old little fable for the perfect dewdrop. They were determined that they wanted to find the perfect dewdrop. So they were looking everywhere on hills, in valleys, behind the bushes. They had a strong feeling that when they saw a perfect dewdrop or found this perfect dewdrop, their life would be complete. They had a need to, to find that. It's just like many of us have a need. To have a perfect relationship or at least that perfect moment with someone, (laughs) or a perfect job, a perfect encounter, whatever it is that we feel will fulfill our lives or make it whole or make it right. So this person searched and searched, and of course, many, many, many dewdrops appeared on bushes, on the grass, on trees, on the edges of benches. And each one was what it was, and of course, but not one of them actually matched this person's image of a perfect dewdrop. And so the disappointment and this sense of futility and even hopelessness grew and grew and grew. Now this might sound like a silly story, but it's not silly at all. It's actually a metaphor for the way many of us live our lives we We want the moment, let's call the dewdrop the moment or the person or the gift. We're searching for that perfect or we're, we're demanding that perfect dewdrop, that perfect party, that perfect encounter, that perfect relationship, according to our personal image of what it is and how it should be. You know, it's interesting because as we journey through life, we journey through our life with many, many, many images in our mind, in our heart of how we want life to be and how we demand life be and how we expect it should be. And if it isn't as we are imaging it or... or thinking about it or feeling it, then we're very frustrated and we'll do everything we can either to search for and find it so it matches our image or so that we change things, Very often very radically and very violently. We'll start with something and we'll do everything we can to make it fit our image. That happens a lot, unfortunately, in relationships too. You know, you're not my perfect dewdrop. <laughs> so maybe I can change you to be a little more close to my perfect dewdrop anyway. No? Good luck. Good luck. Because even if you do somehow maneuver that person, and that's a very unfortunate word, but it's an unfortunate activity, how we try to maneuver people in situations to make it suit our pictures. But we do that, of course, all the time. And even if we manage somehow to maneuver it to be a little more than what we, than what it is and a little more to what we want, even if we get it to be almost exactly, that person must change. And so it's not going to last that perfect moment very long, according to our expectations of it. Now, this is not a downbeat podcast today. It's actually very, very freeing and hopeful and positive because let me say this, there is a way, there is a way to find many, 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 many perfect dewdrops. drops. In fact, they're all over the place. And that way is to see, and I don't mean to think, but to see deeply that each dewdrop is perfect, just as it is. There it is. Here it is. Here it is. It was formed in a certain way for this moment, and it's presenting itself to you. And you are rejecting it. What a fascinating phenomena, actually, when you think about it. You're rejecting it. One dewdrop after another. You're not stopping and really being with that dewdrop and honoring it. And even seeing it, really being with it, because you can't, because you're seeing your own image of what you want. So you cannot see then the reality of this glistening dewdrop. You cannot see the reality of what's right in front of you, which is perfect just as it is. It is perfect just as it is. It is beautiful just as it is when, when you allow all your expectations of it, images of it, demands of it to dissolve. Then you can really see it for what it is. And each dewdrop is different, just like each finger print is different, each hand is different, and each is beautiful in its own way. Now, to, to live like that, that is, a, that is a blessed life. That is an enchanted life, even. That is a life where you are really entering life itself, not living in your dreams about life, <coughs> excuse me, or what you want to get from life. But you're really encountering life as it is. And when you see it as beautiful, as whole, as perfect, Wow, that is a bless. You're blessing life. Then you're giving such love to life. You know, it's such an interesting phenomenon. Many people say, "Well, I have to be good. I have to do what's right. I have to add good things to the world." And that is, of course, un- true, and it's understandable. But what does it really mean to be good? What does it really mean to offer good things, put good things into the world? That is another question entirely. Everybody, again, everybody's idea of good versus bad, it all becomes very garbled. So that many people, or not many, but will feel, well, it's okay to kill and destroy because something that's bad, and then therefore I'll be good. It becomes very convoluted and very painful and confused. However, however, When you are really, truly able to be with life as just as it presents itself to you, a person just as they are, not having to fix them, change them, hate them, love them, demand things of them, but to see them just with no filters between your vision and who they are. Just truly see them and be present with them you will inevitably, I mean this is inevitably see how beautiful they are, everyone, anyone. That's a, that's just a fact. Because when we let go of all our negative thoughts, feelings, images, expectations, each person, each dewdrop, each event's aliveness appears. It's its true beauty appears its fascination appears, its wonder appears. You're living in a different world then. And by seeing someone in, with those eyes and being with them in that state, then you're truly, truly supporting and blessing and giving to life. And that being who receives that kind of encounter, that's a very healing encounter. That being will feel enormously, enormously affirmed, known, and I would say loved. And that also gives that being the opportunity to evolve even further in their own way. How beautiful is that? You know, we may be in. Engaged in relationships that are, that seem to be very filled with struggle and difficulty and gotta get this person to change. I mean, even for their own good, look what they're doing, on and on and on. And we have and it may be true. That person's really in a self-defeating pattern. Many of us are, especially these days. And and if somebody who loves them and cares about them sees it, it's very troubling. And we definitely want to help them get out of that self-defeating pattern that they're in very normal to feel that way and it's even healthy to feel that way on one level the question is how does this happen that's the question and that's where zen practice comes in very strongly how does that happen so when we sit and sit and just sit in the silence not moving we begin to our our, our We begin to see how the mind is working, what we're doing, and it begins to dissolve as we see it, as we recognize it, as it's not operating undercover. Just seeing it, not running away from it, not moving, it dissolves and clarity begins to come. Willingness acceptance, acceptance begins to come. If we sit there judging and hating and rejecting everything, we'll go crazy. And so we just stop it. We don't do it. As we keep sitting every day, our being changes. The way we receive and respond to life changes. The way we perceive changes. And as you perceive, so you are. And... Everyone really feels, including a dewdrop, how you're perceiving them. So when you perceive without rejection, judgment, hatred, really. when you perceive clearly and lovingly and truthfully I, we can even though we believe the word lovingly out, that's a byproduct when you perceive truthfully what's really there. More and more, you'll see through the maze and you'll see to the heart of the being, the heart of the dewdrop, the heart of the person, the heart of the situation, and the possibilities and the beauty in it arise naturally all by themselves. Now, just seeing that and acknowledging it by perceiving it fully makes a huge difference. You know, there have been many experiments where the perceiver affects that which is perceived, and that is certainly true. We affect whatever we perceive by the way in which we perceive it. If you're going to see someone all the time as disturbed, upsetting, blah, 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 not the right dewdrop, not the perfect person, not the perfect son, daughter, whatever, that person will. St- receive that perception and stay stuck like that. But if you can go beyond that and let all of that go as we do as we sit day by day, day by day, slowly, slowly, those kinds of demands and perceptions dissolve. And we become more and more able and willing to be with this really precious and glistening life. That's a good word, it just popped out just as it is and just as it is is actually marvelous and when we receive it that way and see it that way and know it that way life itself feels that and becomes that it becomes that for us and it becomes that what it is it becomes what it is truly There's a wonderful Zen saying, if you live truly, you will see truly. Love that. I love that. If you live truly, you will see truly. So just be simple. When we say truly, we mean simply. (laughs) And let everything be true to itself as well as you. So the practice of zazen takes us. This wonderful Zen practice takes us in so many, 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 many different roads and directions, and they all return. As we said in one of our morning recitations for years, it all returns into this. You know, I, I repeated that maybe for forty years, fifty years, forty-five years, and finally you, you understand what it means takes a long time, or you understand it differently or more deeply. So each one of us has great possibility and potential to perceive truly, and in that way to give blessings, to give life, to give love, and to restore not only ourselves, but everything that we perceive to the truth and to the wonder and the beauty and the perfection that it is. So happy holiday and this is my wish for you and for the whole world that we all shine together in the actual perfection and beauty that we are. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. The URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com and for holidays fun, you might enjoy my books and play. It's all about being fully alive. Then play a guide to being fully alive. It's, it's in keeping with this. Okay, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Bye-bye.